It's barbecue time. BBQ&A putting Florida barbecue on the map over there. That's your your host, your pitmaster, Gary Lee Park Jr. G's Slow Smoke Barbecue, Blaining Boulevard in Orange Park in Northeast Florida. My name is Steve Sutton. And today we're going to chat about putting the heat to the meat. <laughs> we've been uh, we've been we've been talking about all the different kind of uh, things you can do in your own backyard as far as bringing barbecue home because I mean you love the restaurant right. you love getting barbecue at a great restaurant but you know what it's also good to be able to make your own at home oh, yeah. definitely that starts with your selection your choice of what you want as far as a grill goes yeah and there's a lot of different ways to put the heat on the meat. I mean, you can start with uh, the basics of the old school Weber kettles. Yeah. You know, which there ain't nothing wrong with a Weber kettle. No, there isn't. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about um, we'll talk about pellet smokers. We'll talk about uh, stick burners. Are we going to talk about that? uh, Are we going to talk about the P word? (laughs) Propane. Well, hey. I mean, it's it's as real as anything out there. It's it's still you can still barbecue. Um, I have nothing against no propane. you know, a lot of the, uh, even our big commercial cookers, you know, a propane gas assist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the only way to go with a restaurant, though. I mean, yeah. truthfully. Well, you know. you've got so much volume. Yeah. And and it's got to be consistent. That, and there's uh, there are health codes, too. I mean, uh, I don't know what, like in Texas, it could be a little different. They do a lot more with the big, giant stick burners, as you're aware of. But mm-hmm. here, you know... It's hard to get away with some of that. So well, I, I know I know you uh, you follow with uh, great intensity the uh, career of Hank Hill in uh, in propane. They always say taste the meat, not the heat. You know, and I mean it's you know what sometimes though if you want things like a smoke ring and stuff like that, you know, on on whatever you're cooking, right. you aren't going to get that with propane. Propane right. will cook it. Right, but there's a lot of nuances. So let's get started. Let's talk about uh, old school. Let's talk about something that's been around for darn near 70 years now yeah, yeah. and that's the basic weber kettle yeah, yeah there isn't there anything really that's changed about it since the 50s no why you know it's a, it's proven i mean why change anything you know um, you, it's hard to improve on that particular design it's obviously the dome design um you know that i don't know god like you said it's been around 70 years um and i think it cooks just as good as it did back then now there's a lot of people that, uh, and ever since I'd say ever since the dawn of the uh, charcoal chimney, which is an in, brilliant invention, so that you don't have to use lighter fluid. Right. Because lighter fluid right. turned a lot of people off because they they yeah. just soaked the they soaked the charcoal, yeah. and yeah. then they put the fire to it, and everything tasted like you know lighter fluid, like you know butane. Well, and it know, was horrible. Yeah, admittedly, you know, Steve, even when I first started, <laughs> a few way back. Um, when I was grilling, believe it, it was on a Weber grill, actually. I had my charcoal, lighter fluid. Now, I think it was a new burgers or something. And, um, you know, started up. But the problem was I didn't let my charcoal burn down properly right. to, to really where it's kind of white looking, you know, the coals. Well, when you put meat on there, guess what? You do get that flavor from yeah. the charcoal, the lighter fluid. Well, so, well, that's one of the things that's so brilliant about good. the about the uh, about the chimneys. You crumple up some newspapers in the bottom of it. You fill the top with the coals. You light the newspaper, and by the time it comes up to the top, and those coals are white, you're yep. ready to cook. Oh yeah! I mean, there's no sitting around and waiting. It only takes about twenty minutes 
if that. Right, right. So you get a full chimney up because it works on the heat principle that air, you know, yeah. warm air rises, it feeds the flame, and you can cook for a long time yeah. off of uh, one or two chimneys oh. full of charcoal. And now Easy. there's there's so many accessories built around the Weber kettle. Uh, one of the things I like best that with mine is the uh, it's called a fire butler. Oh yeah, and it's it's it helps you uh, offset cook. It segregates your coals away from right, you know, from your heat source. So you, you or from your meat. That's right. So you still have the heat going on, but you yeah. can get a draft going in there and get a real really well cooked roast. Uh, yeah. Pork butts, briskets, yeah. you know, and they've also got ones that have a little uh, a separate a separator for water on the side to right. keep moisture in there right. too. So there's a lot to do with the Weber kettle that you don't need to go out and drop seven or eight hundred dollars. No, unless to get in the you're game. Cook, that's right. Unless you're cooking for masses. I mean, truthfully, if you're cooking for for a family or a couple of friends, Weber. I mean, a Weber kettle, Weber grill will do everything you want it to do. Right. And speaking of the uh, the fire butler, I've never personally use one myself i've been around them a little bit because my friends use them and they're they're awesome i know you've used them but the, as far as the weber goes there's also charcoal baskets mm-hmm. they actually you can buy the charcoal basket and i've used those and basically it's um you know it's a little tray of metal you put your charcoal in it you can light it and you can literally it's kind of it's kind of contoured the shape of the of the, the grill right. So you can use one or two, and sometimes, I, most of the time, I would use two. Put the charcoal, get them going, slide them to the side. I would put a pan in between them, like you said, maybe of water or something, like mm-hmm. a drip pan, a little bit of water. Put your grate on it, put whatever side of ribs or whatever you're cooking over that. You're ready to go. And it's offset, you're good to go. And so. you can and you can still direct heat cook as well. You yes. get a nice sear on a steak on steak, a Weber. burgers, that's the way you want to go. Yeah. So, and so, so we'll kind of move... That's. I would say that the Weber is a great entry level for anybody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, when uh, when you graduate and you move on from uh, from that, I would think probably the next step up is going to be something like a pellet smoker. Right, a pellet smoker, or or even we'll step back one more is you can probably buy an, an inexpensive offset smoker, wood, mm-hmm. wood smoker. Right. I think from the Weber to that. Um, and then you obviously you can get into the pellet grill, but I think an offset. Um, and there's, as you know, there's so many manufacturers of them. Um, you know, I, I, I like the Langs, which are more commercial heavy duty. They do cost more. Yeah. But you can go to to um, well, heck, Walmart. I think Academy, Bass Pro Shop, Home Depot, Lowe's. Home Depot, they all have. They them, all yeah. have them. Yes, the Brinkmans and other brands, whatever they are. Um, and they'll last you a while if you take care of them. But that would be that's a good step going off to a. You can cook more with them. You can control it. It's definitely an offset. It's a little more tedious, though. A really, you know what? A really, a really good way before you buy really anything. Everyone goes online mm-hmm. and and looks for pros and cons because eight million dudes out there have videos pros and cons of everything. Right. You know, yep. and you have to take into consideration. Sometimes people are going to hate just for the sake of hating, and they're <laughs> they already come in with a bias towards something. Every time, you know. So I mean, you can. You, I've seen the, the uh, little offset uh, cookers at uh, at Home Depot. Right. You can get them for two hundred bucks. Oh yeah. You oh, know, yeah. so you're going from a hundred and some change with the Weber, which is yeah. amazing to see how much the Weber's gone up in uh, in price over right. the years. But you're still getting a great quality grill, and you yeah. can, and even for one of the op- entry level uh, offset smokers, right. You you can go up to about four or five hundred dollars oh, yeah. depending yeah. on how complicated you want to get. Definitely, you know the thing about the 
going from a Weber, which you could probably find them from what about 100, 140, 50 bucks. Yeah, somewhere around. Yeah, with a few accessories. Then if you step up to like you said, the offset uh, stick burner, wood burner, whatever you want to call it, a couple hundred bucks. But it's a minimal investment to really know if you want to step up to something. Say, well, you know, I really want something that's going to last me a long time because now you're you're up into that fifteen hundred dollar, yeah, two thousand dollar range, depending on what you get and who you get it from, what the size you need, or what you think you need. <laughs> well, I think the uh, I think where you really go into a sticker shock is when you look at things like the pellet smokers. Oh yeah, and the pellet grills. It was a little bit for me too because I went I I wanted one just because I'd seen so many people have so much success and really 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 like them. Right. So I jumped from the Weber to a uh, Green Mountain. Oh yeah. Uh, the Legend, and it was was it a, was it a sizable jump? Yes, sir, it was. Yeah. But. The results speak for themselves, oh, yeah. and and that's a good investment. You know, you can. There's all kind of every different company in the world seems to make a pellet smoker. They make real good ones, so yeah. it ends up coming down to a personal preference. You know, there's a lot of places that uh, you have to find special distributors for. Green Mountain wasn't an easy one to find. I ended up having to go to a, a, a pool company, right? That was in. Uh, in uh, Huntsville. Huntsville, yeah. And and you couldn't find them at the other places where you would find other kinds. So right. you, you kind of find out what brand you want, and right. then you look around to find out what they're selling them for. Right. You just had to move away for eight months. I could have hooked you up. Well, See, man, you, you know, know you to- <laughs> I was getting depressed, and I need to start cooking something else. Right. Um, right. But but the the pellet smoker is really yeah. it's almost it almost cooks by itself. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, yep. it's it's it feeds these pre-made pellets, and I've heard horror stories from. I don't know whether they're true or not. You can help me out on this one. If you, if of course, it's a brand-specific thing. Right. They say if you use an off-brand of pellet, uh, you know, and they look identical to the, you know, the Green Mountain right ones. They, they sell. get stuck in the auger. They say they get stuck in the auger, and then it just causes you problems. Um, I I don't know whether that's true or not. You know, I, again, it's it's the thing where you ask around, right. and you find out if maybe your buddies has one, or if you've learned that someone does. You know, pick their brain, see what they like about it, because there's going to be likes and dislikes about everything before you plop out twelve hundred bucks. Oh yeah, on a yeah. damn smoker. I think there's as far as the auger getting stuck with pellets, that could be true to some degree, but there are variables involved. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one of them making sure everything's clean. But you know, you know, it is mechanical, and it's yeah. just an auger driving the pellets into a to a uh, fire pot, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've actually looked into it. And see oh how it yeah. Works. So um, yeah, I think you end up having to replace them. Or I help the igniter. The igniter. That that's the in. only thing that I've had to do. Right. And it's it. I would almost caution you that if you do go out and you get one of these and you start using it a lot. Go to Amazon and get yourself another igniter, right? And have be, have be ready for it because if they it end co- up costing you, it was minimal. twenty bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't that much at all. You yeah. know, just to have it around because when it, what happened to me was it mm. stopped working in the middle of, of a cook, right? And I had to finish off a brisket from about two hours on the smoker. I had to finish it up in the oven, right? You know, hey. which you can do what you got to do, but sure. at the same time, if I could have popped the thing out. And just put the new one in, we wouldn't right. have lost any time at all. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, you're going to run into mechanical problems with anything. The nice thing about the pellet smoker is it creates the heat. It maintains it. Yeah. Uh, it's got an electric fan yep. that helps to get the pellets up to temperature. Right. And also clear it out. It's like a blower or something. Yeah. Like and it, and yeah. it makes it, you know what, it makes a real nice cloud of smoke and in you, the backyard. It does. But you know what? It's um, one of the... 
complaints I hear occasionally about with the pillow. Oh, I don't taste the smoke or there's not enough smoke. Let me tell you, the pillow smoker, I think, does a good job. The, the difference is, Steve, truthfully, is it's a very clean smoke. Right. It's a very clean. You got you got real compressed wood pellets, um, and, it, and, and it's just a clean burn, in my opinion. I've been able to taste so. the difference between the fruit wood. Right. Uh, they, they have they have real specifics. You can get apple. You can get cherry. You can get a blend of fruit wood, yeah. which is real good. Yep. You can get hickory. hickory. You can go into the real hard Mesquite. oak woods, and yeah, yep. Yep. Oak, and, and you can really tell the difference. I I can anyway. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're super picky, and um, honestly, I've had some people that have cooked and just put too much smoke. Oh yeah. On the meat. Oh man, you it's know, like t- it's kind of bitter. Yeah, creosote. It, it makes you. It, it's yeah. and, and it, it's kind of like you know that one time that uh, when you was mouthing off at your mama, and she <laughs> took the bottle of palm olive and she put a little squirt of palm olive in your mouth and you tasted it for two days. That's what it. That's you know that's the same kind of parallel right. on, the, on, on the other you side. You want to eat barbecue for a couple of days. Well, I mean, you do, but at the same time, are you going to go and kissing on anybody? It's like, you still taste like pork butt. You know, that's not that that's a bad thing to complain about. Right. Uh, now, again, you can spend you can spend $2,500 on a pellet smoker. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, how in-depth do you want to get? Right. You know, and right. you can spend as little as eight. That's but right. you look at the features that you want and the reviews that they get and how well whoever the manufacturer is. I think in... Um with the, there's so many on the market now, and, and they're good ones. And I, I'm with you. I'm a fan of the GMG, the Green Mountain, myself. And I do have a Rectech. I have a Bullseye Rectech, which is similar to, I don't know if you've seen one or not. Mm-hmm, they're very yeah. similar to the Weber style. Just, obviously, they got the pellet uh, hopper on the side, everything, and it's in the center, and, and it's a great cooker. I've only used it a few times. Um, but I think, truthfully, when you go to that level, if you want a pellet grill, pellet smoker, uh, I think if you're somewhere in the middle, you're okay. Yeah. You don't have to go to that, that $2,000, twenty five, And they're nice. Don't get me wrong. They're probably more in commercially built. Um, uh, but I think if you stick around that $800 range, you know, Chev- 1000 Chevrolet will still get you to work. Right. Range Rover looks nice. and does right. a lot of things. But yeah. Chevrolet will still get you it's to still work. It'll get you there. So. You know, uh, one of the things to talk about, too, is something that I had. And I ended up selling. Not that I disliked it, but I had a friend that really wanted my big green egg. Mm. Uh, I bought it as a like a, a demonstrator model right. from uh, one of the local places that uh, had, had a barbecue show. And they use this to demonstrate the big green egg and sell them. And they, you, you will sell and you will find fans that are oh, yeah. almost radical nut jobs right. over that the big ceramic smokers. Uh, one of the disadvantages I found to it, man, that son of a gun takes two strong men and a jackass to move. Yeah. It is yeah. heavy. Even yeah. if you have it on the dolly or you rig it up somewhere, it's there. Yeah. One of my, a couple of my friends... Uh, uh, Chuck and them, the uh, competition team, actually, two eggheads. <laughs> nice. You probably remember them. Yes, Chuck I do. And Dave, I believe. And um, they were, I, I can recall going to a cook in Fernandina Beach area, one of our cooks some years ago, and they they always had, that's what they cooked on. Mm. And they had some big ones. They had several of them. Yeah. So they had to put them on a trailer, pick them up. Right. They were very, oh my gosh, it was just a lot of work. Well, one of them fell off, I think, coming oh, down 95. No. Yeah. So guess what? And it's done. You know what ceramic does? Yeah. Just shattered. And it's so, it, it's not like you can fix it. Yeah. It's over I, and done I think with. they're great. Um, you know, they're very, they, they're pricey, but they're great, I think, if you got a backdoor patio mm-hmm. and, that's, and you're a fan of the ceramic Komodo or the, yeah. or the big green egg, and they're great cookers. Don't get me wrong. They're very well insulated, hold 
heat like nobody's business. Cook a long time. But as far as moving them, it's very tedious. Yeah. And they're heavy. Well, so, and, and you'll learn about things. That's where you, that's where I got the education about things like lump charcoal. Right. And, oh, yeah. And things like that, which really kind of, it, it expands your knowledge and it expands your whole your whole scope oh man of of uh cooking outdoors right. you know i got to the point where i after even after i got rid of the egg i was still using the lump charcoal that i had and i would use it on the weber good stuff and it's it's outstanding stuff yeah, yeah. you yeah. know and very clean burns hotter um some of it don't last as long as your normal king yeah. foot or something but there again it serves a purpose you know? right so so it uh i think you got pros and cons with all the charcoals out there and there you go you got pinions from I mean, I started when I was competition cooking more two years back, you know, I was looking at options with, with lump coal. I'm thinking, you know, let me try some lump coal. I had the, the, the gravity feeder there again. That's another mm-hmm. cooker yeah. we, can ch- we can chat about for a minute, but um, it's not as practical for home use as far as someone just coming out and want to cook right. some chicken or ribs. But as far as long cooks and competition cooking, they're, they're hard to beat. But um, I was looking at different options, and with lump coal, just because of the clean burn and thing. Oh my God, there's so many options out there. I started gl- yeah. just scrolling down, scrolling, scrolling, looking at. And they all got you know pros and cons to them, and then obviously more than others. And, and it, so yeah. Um, but you know, the the crazy thing is, I've always went back to the the blue and white bag Kingsford charcoal. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know what? They 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 do what they do for a reason because they do it right. Mm-hmm. And when if you've ever, I know you're thinking this is going to be a boring boring road trip. If you ever get a chance to go to a Kingsford plant, right, and watch them make charcoal, wow. and what goes into it. Have you been? Yes, really. And I've seen a couple specials on TV too, and they are so. Per- you think it's just a bunch of junk wood and pulp and all no. that? No. I mean, a lot of places they will only use uh, oak okay. from like pallets. Okay, you know that so have, they burn have them served. Down? Their, they burn them down, yep. and it's really kind of cool to watch it all happen. And boom, out comes your you know your twenty five pound bag of uh, right. of charcoal, right. and they they branch out well. And then I mean, there's other brands too that do the same kind of thing. But there's a reason those are the those are the most popular and the, the, you know the most prevalent entry level. Because you know they're doing they're doing something right. Now I love the lump charcoal, but a warning for you there that's going to get into some money too. A big bag of really good quality lump charcoal it can cost you oh, up yeah. to seventy five dollars. Yes, yes. And that's I I'm not trying to be cheap, but at the same time you have to be uh, price smart. I tell you another good one I like Steve is um, Blues Hogs makes it, and it's the logs. They actually make like a yeah, it's a charcoal log. That you literally and I've used them and I love them, man. I use them on my lane smoker, my offset smoker, mm-hmm. and they they're consistent. They burn good. Is it like those old Dura flames you used to get for the uh, for the living room fireplace? Well, kind of the same premise. Similar, yeah. But, but you know these are made for cooking. Uh-huh. They're like a charcoal, and I think these are round. They're round, and they you know obviously they're in the bag. They're going to come in a few different lengths. They're right. broken up, but. Yeah, there's, it's logs. uniform size. Yes, wow, very consistent too. That's so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Blues Hogs makes those, and I'm sure there's a few other manufacturers that, that have can them. Out you, can there. you use those inside the house in a living room and make the house smell like uh, you know 
smell like mesquite one if you, time. If and, you got a fireplace, you know. I, I sh- I'm sure yeah, you could. Yeah, I, I really don't. Invi- uh, I really don't advise anyone, and nor does this <laughs> program <bring> condone, <laughs> you know, just putting putting logs in the middle right. of the living room, right. and lighting them up. Or, tank and, you know, I could, yeah. I could, I could waddle my, I could waddle my rear end and, and bring that dang <laughs> right. uh, pellet smoker inside too. Right. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. Ventilation and all right. that. Yeah, that that runs into a lot of paperwork. You'd have, yeah, you'd have some um, visitors very soon. Now let's talk about uh, cabinet smokers. Okay. And I know I see them. You know, once in a while you'll see them on things like barbecue pit masters and right. people that swear by them. Yeah. And some well, of them, even with a water source inside to provide steam, right? You know, to keep to keep whatever you're cooking, my, uh, right? At moist. 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 Yeah. My, two things with that, my opinion, and then I'll back up for one second. But with the water thing, I think if you're cooking hot and fast, kind of like a Myron Mixon, mm-hmm. where he's cooking what 350, 400 yeah. degrees, way up there. I think what that does, the water and the moisture helps control. The, the the temperature in your pit right. a lot better instead of just a dry 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 heat i think that moisture helps definitely with some humidity but as far as the cabinet cookers um you i'm, I'm assuming you're referring to more like a gravity feed yeah kind of like a stump yeah something like that yeah and actually there's a lot of manufacturers of those now and i've seen them. there's some good ones and i've i've had a few of them um which one did I have? I think I had a Southern Q, if I remember. I actually went up to Georgia where they made them and, and picked it up. Um, those are great. Those are great smokers, especially for if you're competitive mm-hmm. um, on the trail. Um, they do very well. There again, when it comes to the charcoal, I always like. I went right, always back to Kingsford. I know of some folks that use the lump coal, but when you use the lump coal, they would actually crunch it up more. Yeah. Bag, because what happens is it'll bridge on you. And it because it's a shoot, you literally are pouring it in a shoot. There's a grade it stops. You light the fire in the bottom, open the little door. Mm. You got a little. You normally have a valve like a ball valve in the bottom. You can either use it naturally airflow, or you can use a um, you know a um, uh, a blower system on it. Right. You know for temp control. So, but getting back to the cabinet real quick, you know that's how I kind of started. I don't know if you recall back. I do. On the corner, I would start at the house, and I had an electric one, mm-hmm. a master built. Yep. They use wood chips because when I tried to start it on the stick burner cooking stuff, which was my preferred method, I just couldn't stay up the time it took to do it properly. Right. Honestly, but what I could do is I could start it off on a stick burner, wrap it by the time I get the smoke and the color I want, and then finish it off in the oven. Then I went to the master built. I could put about eight of them in it. Mm-hmm. Wood chips. I dumped the wood chips a few times, cooked my butts overnight, and in the morning they were ready to go. Yeah. Then I started my ribs in the morning on the on the stick burner. So yeah, yeah that's how I started. I, re- I remembered that, and and I uh, I've had a few friends of mine that have had uh, the electric right, smokers. Right. And that's not a bad if you're doing it's it not. in the backyard, cook no. for the family. It's you know, not. there's a lot of versatility in it. And like you said, you can set it in the, at night, let those butts go all night long. They're right. going to do their thing. You right. don't have to worry about them. It, electric holds its temperature good. Oh yeah. You know, yep. and you can still get a nice, uh, you know, nice smoke on it. Definitely. So then you get to where the big boys are, and you see guys driving around with these big trailers, two and three axle trailers with these big black tanks and these big uh, frightful looking chimneys coming out the top of them <laughs> and uh those are offset stick burners that i mean that's work yes that's, that's a, a that's of, a lot of work lot and of intention work. a lot of those there's two different kinds when you come to stick burners <clears throat> excuse me you can um obviously they got what they call a reverse flow mm-hmm. which has a plate in it that basically is a lot more manageable 
um, even though even it's a it's an offset firebox, you got that plate in there, and that helps cook it. To me, in my opinion, a little more even, a little easier. Then when you get to the real big ones, almost like Franklin probably uses um, his place in Texas, they're like you know, five hundred thousand gallon tanks. <laughs> they're more direct heat flow all the way through. Yeah, it's so big that the draw on the other end, the, the stack on it is like what eight, nine, ten, eleven inches right. around. And you so, wonder how you can cook on it, but it's right. the stack that makes draws yes. the heat across the you know exactly. across the meat and, and makes it cook. Building that good fire in there, that wood fire, letting that fire get down and getting it right, getting the heat right, and then getting that airflow across it. Well, I think one of the most important things before you go out and you start looking at uh, how you want to put the the heat on the meat is figure out what your budget wants to be. Because the last thing you want to do is end up getting a budget buster, and you're going to end up resenting everything that you cook. Right. Whereas, like I say, if, if you start with something like one of those little electric cabinet smokers yep, yep. Uh, on the back porch, a Weber, you're never going to go wrong with the Weber, and you're never going to get rid of it because it's so practical and yes. so useful. Yes. There's a lot of things you can do on a Weber that you can't do on anything else. A lot. You know, I mean, you can skillet cook on one, you know, without if if you want to build a real hot fire, yeah, you can, you can still do that, right? And and it gives you a lot of flexibility for the things that you're going to end up cooking. But the most important thing to do, is stay within a budget, right? Make a plan and know how much you're going to be spending on the supplies to keep that bad boy running. Right. Because the more successful you are cooking, yep. I think the more likely you are is to step up. And end up with something, you know, go from the Weber yeah. to, you know, to a pellet smoker. That's right. Maybe to a little offset cooker. That's right. You know, That's right. and it'll 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 build your enthusiasm for you know for the fun I agree. That, that's all about making barbecue exactly. and that's what it's got to be it's got to be yeah. fun when it gets to be tedious anything in life anything. when it gets to be tedious and painful and you just go more like what? oh man yeah yeah i mean that's that's when you that's when you kind of got to make a call on it right g's bbq and a available for where uh fine podcasts are served anyway well <laughs> Gosh, you're listening to it right now. Uh, make sure you check out the other episodes for cooking tips, and we're also gonna uh, we're also gonna talk about the North Florida culture because that's what about putting Florida barbecue on the map is. You know, there is there is a culture and a community for everything, right? Including North Florida barbecue. Thanks, y'all, for joining us. We will catch you next time on G's BBQ and A.